Hi, welcome to a new kind of Website Depot podcast. Uh, in the past, you may have listened to our Yoast Me, Don't Roast Me podcast, but uh, now we have totally new things. We're trying something different where we want to be able to showcase some of the different clients we have. And we're very fortunate at Website Depot to have clients that, frankly, can benefit people in a multitude of different ways. Uh, we'd like to take that opportunity to highlight one such client today that we're very glad to have with us here, uh, uh, bankruptcy attorney, Kareen Karajian. Hi, Kareen. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm hanging in. I'm hanging in. I got uh, so many people here. At, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, uh, so you know, get uh, right into it. Um, if you could tell us a little bit uh, about yourself and what you do. So I'm a consumer bankruptcy attorney. I file chapter seven and chapter 13 cases for debtors. I represent only debtors. I don't represent creditors. And I also do debt settlement um, in situations where bankruptcy does not make sense or will be too expensive or people have to, assets that I cannot protect in a bankruptcy. I also do a lot of mediations, mostly employment law, personal injury and business disputes. Okay, so I, I guess that that's, you know, just to expand upon that a little bit, um, and I know we've been talking about this in the past, like what is, you know, I know right now, unfortunately, a lot of people are looking at bankruptcy, a lot of people are struggling, like, it, it, it's what would you say to someone that, you know, calls you up and says, hey, uh, you know, Ms. Karajian, I'm very interested in bankruptcy. What's been happening, um, basically ever since mid-March, since the lockdown started, people started getting laid off. I was getting a ton of calls. I was being flooded with calls, uh, of course, because people were panicking. They had just gotten laid off. We weren't sure how unemployment was gonna work. And California unemployment was basically capped at 450 a week, which isn't enough for most. Um, but what, I, uh, what I've been telling people since March is if you're calling me with the only reason you're calling me is related to COVID-19, I think it's a little bit too early right now. I think it's premature to file bankruptcy because we don't know what's going to happen. There's, you know, government um, aid that's being rolled out every day. We find out something new. And I even did a bunch of webinars and videos trying to spread that message because a lot of credit card companies, car companies, mortgage lenders, um, landlords, they're, they're all trying to work with you to a certain degree if you've been affected by this virus and you can show that. So I think a good place to start is, is to call the creditors directly and then, and also apply for unemployment. Uh, now we have the extra 600 a week through the end of July that's being given by the federal government. And then after the end of all of that, in a few months, if you're still drowning, then, you know, give me a call, give another bankruptcy attorney a call, and we'll see if bankruptcy makes sense. But I think the key is don't rush into it because you're going to see a lot of ads for bankruptcy right now. Unfortunately, people want to capitalize on that. And I, I think it's too early. Okay. I guess just to, uh, that, that, that makes so much sense. I mean, to expand upon that point a little bit more, uh, uh, what, you know, were to happen if someone were to rush into bankruptcy perhaps a bit sooner than they should? So it could be in a situation where you're doing it right now and, you know, some unfortunate things happen and 
you're going to have to rely on your credit cards or you get sick, something like that, and you incur a ton of medical debts. Well, the bankruptcy only covers you up to the point that you filed a bankruptcy. So now all of a sudden you just came out of a bankruptcy, but the pandemic has been going on for, for longer. And now you have all these additional bills that are not going to be included in your discharge because you rushed into the bankruptcy. That's the first thing. The second thing is uh, right now for the people that are on unemployment um, and are getting the full 450 a week from California and 600 a week from the federal government, technically that should be enough for most lower income families to keep them going for a little bit. And we're not quite sure how the bankruptcy courts are going to be treating this income because um, for people that normally make less, it looks like they have extra income, but they don't really because this income is going to end in a couple of months. So we're going to have the hearings on, the, on those kinds of issues coming up in the next few weeks. So we'll get a little bit more guidance. Um, but I think that my biggest fear is um, that the people that are rushing might not get to the right person. So uh, they might get to a, an attorney who just decided to add bankruptcy to their practice area now right. uh, without having to, uh, and, and that's okay, everybody learns somewhere, but those people should really use a mentor who is <laughs> trained in bankruptcy law to protect your assets as, as the debtor. And your assets are not just your house. Your assets are your tax refunds. Your, tax, your assets are royalties. If you're an actor, we're in LA, there's a lot of part-time actors. Mm -hmm. Your assets are residuals uh, from accounts that you might've had. Uh, you know, all of those things are assets and they need to be properly protected. So my fear is that you might end up with somebody who doesn't really know what they're doing or a, a non-attorney, completely a non-attorney, wow. and then you're in more trouble. Hmm. Jeez. Yeah, no, that does, that does sound bad. So, I mean, it, it, it sounds like, you know, it, 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 you're, you're telling people like, Hey, do, you know, even before don't, don't rush into bankruptcy, but by the same token, don't rush into a bankruptcy attorney or debt relief professional, like do a little research there too. Well, like, yeah. And you should never, whether that's bankruptcy, personal injury, divorce, whatever it is, don't, don't go with the first person you call. Um, anytime somebody calls me for a consult, I always tell them, call a few more people, get a few more quotes. Maybe you'll get a better price than me. Maybe you'll click with somebody better than me. Um, I think you should always be wary of people that just want to right away, you know, get your card information over the phone. Um, and any attorney you use, you should always look them up on the California bar website because over there it lists whether this attorney has ever gotten into trouble, um, you know, been disciplined by the California bar before. And also just to check all the reviews online. Um, because again, if, if you're checking on a review for a, a divorce attorney, let's say, and then all of the reviews are, are talking about workers compensation, it's probably not an attorney you want to use for divorce. Um, so just stuff like that. Be careful. Mm -hmm. I think that, that, that's such good advice with anything. Just be careful. It, um, I, I know we've discussed this a little bit in the past, but I, I'm very interested to hear, you know, uh, uh, some alternatives to bankruptcy. I mean, you're not just a bankruptcy attorney. You're right. a debt relief specialist. I mean, what are some of the other you know, alternatives to bankruptcy that might be the right fit for a person's situation? So I think uh, a, a 
good re realistic alternative for some people, not for all people, is that settlement. And that's Ooh. where I'm able to settle it for about half of the balance, sometimes a little bit less, sometimes a little bit more. So I tell people to plan for approximately half. Um, and that's not going to work for everybody, right? So if a person doesn't have a lump sum income, a lump sum available for me to work with, I can't really do much. Or um, if a person can't afford it. But my typical debt settlement clients, um, they make too much money to qualify for a Chapter 7. They just had some sort of rough period in their life, right? And then that's passed. And now they're kind of rebuilding. Um, but they don't want to pay full everything because there's the interests are high the penalties all of that so or uh, another scenario with a debt settlement client is they have um, assets that I can't protect so in California generally we can protect about 75,000 of equity in a home for a single person about a hundred thousand as a married couple and 175,000 for those who are elderly or disabled so let's say you call me and your house has $300,000 equity. There's no way I can protect that in a chapter seven. And if you, your credit card debt is about a hundred thousand, let's say, if I put you in a chapter 13, you have to pay back all of it. Plus my attorney fees, plus chapter 13 trustee fees. Um, the only benefit is you have a five-year repayment plan, but on the flip side, if you're in a situation where that was just a rough patch and now you have some lump sum available or your family, friends, whoever can help you out, then it makes much more sense for us to settle it. And then we can settle it for about 40 to 50,000 and you're done with it in six to 12 months. And you don't have to deal with a bankruptcy. You don't have to deal with a court. It's a lot more informal. Oh, I mean that 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 yeah, no, that that's very thorough. That makes a lot of sense. It um, mm -hmm. I guess I guess to clarify some of of you know who who your clients typically are. I mean, it just in the time we've been sitting here today, you've mentioned you know like you said some of your higher end clients, but you've also mentioned that you've worked some with maybe some folks with not quite as much income too. I mean, is there like who should you know if someone watching this like who should reach out to you? You know, maybe is like a kind of broader strokes kind of thing. <laughs> I think it's literally all across the spectrum. Um, so, because my main office is in Van Nuys and the typical clients I have in Van Nuys are chapter seven, no asset or very little asset, um, lower income. They're, they're almost always below the means test and the means test is what's used to qualify people. It uses the average for a California household of your size. And then I also have satellite offices in Glendale and in Irvine. In Glendale, I would say it's a mix, my clients. And in Irvine, almost, I would say like 80% of the callers in Irvine are making too much to qualify for a chapter seven or um, have houses with a lot of equity. So uh, the vast majority of my Orange County clients are debt settlement or chapter 13. In most of those cases, a settlement is, is cheaper for them than a 13. Okay. But a 13 has some advantages like let's say if you're behind on your mortgage and you were divided denied a loan modification a chapter 13 essentially forces your mortgage lender to cooperate and accept your mortgage arrears over five years so i think a trend we're going to be seeing a lot with everything that's going on right now unfortunately 
as more and more people have been um, requesting forbearances for their mortgages, they might have to end up in a Chapter 13 if they cannot catch up on, on those payments and if they get denied a loan mod, unless some government programs come in that force them to kind of cooperate with, with the people. Gotcha. Okay. And obviously that's not the kind of thing that someone would necessarily be able to bet their assets on coming through for them. And, um, I guess the one, you know, just, just as we're talking here, one thing I'm, I'm so struck by is this, this is absolutely not the kind of thing that a regular person could just handle themselves. I mean, it absolutely requires a professional. <laughs> like, uh, for the most part, for the most part. So a bankruptcy, I would definitely uh, not recommend that people to themselves or without an attorney. For settlements, um, it really depends. And it's a case by case situation. And I'm always very honest with people about that. So when they call me, if, if you're calling me and you only have one lawsuit, um, or it's not even at the point of a lawsuit, it's a collection letter, and it's like a two $3,000 debt, something small, I'm gonna tell you honestly, I think this is something you can handle yourself. Give them a call. Let them know that you've been talking, you know, you've been considering bankruptcy, all of these things, um, and offer them a lump sum for a smaller amount. And the lump sum is usually a good incentive. Like they just want to be done with you. They don't want to collect from you. They don't want to chase you for payments. So offer them a lump sum for about half, and and usually you're able to do it yourself. Um, where it gets complicated is if you have 10, 12 accounts or more. That's going to take you a lot of time to try to settle that yourself. And in cases uh, where you have larger accounts, especially, then the difference in what I can save you and what you can do yourself is probably enough to justify paying the lawyer for that, especially when they see that the letter is coming from a bankruptcy lawyer. And then they, they're afraid you might file bankruptcy, so they're more willing to work with us. Oh, okay. I guess... But what's so interesting to me during the conversation we've had here so today is that, and something that never would have occurred to me in a million years, is just to hear you talk about like, hey, there is an option here where you can simply just call the other people. Like early when you talked about, you know, calling your creditors during, uh, you know, this pandemic or just, you know, calling the people, that that's something that, I, I mean, maybe I'm speaking for myself here, that never would have occurred to me. Like that's, you could say a little bit more about that because I find that utterly fascinating, the idea that you yeah, can just call. And that's and, why we're trying to spread this information out there. And I feel like I've been annoying people's feet with all the like, videos that I'm putting out there. But it's like, I'm trying to put this out there so you know what to do. And I'm, I'm, I'm appalled at how many people don't know, you know. And so I get calls. Now it's May, right? All of this started in March. And now I'm getting calls from people who are like, oh, well, you know, we need to figure something out because we fell behind on our credit cards because of COVID. My husband was laid off. Okay, did you notify your creditors at any point? No. <laughs> so, which is unfortunate because if they did, they could have avoided... Um, penalties they could have avoided late fees because of COVID-19 so many creditors have these programs where they're allowing you to skip three payments sometimes more but you have to communicate with them you have to request it and you have to let them know that you're doing this because you had income reduction due to COVID-19 so had you just made this one phone call or a lot of them now are just offering it online like you just hmm. log on on your app online 
it would have taken you a little bit of time. Call, call, call volumes are obviously high right now, so there's high hold times, which is why so many of them are doing this online. But had you done that, now you wouldn't have had this negative reporting or had to deal with this. So it's really important to just get information out to consumers that you know you need to be proactive and you need to know what rights you have, what programs are available, and not necessarily just sit back and then be faced with the situation. Yeah, I mean that 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 I, that that makes so much sense now that now that you say it. I mean it's I feel like you might have already answered this question, but just to, to throw it out there, is there any other you know piece of advice that that you would say to someone that hey maybe you know we're bankruptcy at least is on the table mentally as as an option like what you would say to somebody that hey is really struggling right now as they listen to this well i think that bankruptcy is not necessarily off the table for everybody you know i'm telling people that if your sole reason is covid19 maybe hold off a little bit and maybe in a few months you can see whether bankruptcy does make sense or it does not make sense in your situation if you have a, were already considering it prior to the virus and are you know, or just you feel hopeless or you're drowning in debt or whatever the situation is, I always tell people, give an attorney a call and discuss your situation. Most bankruptcy attorneys offer free consults. Uh, I offer free phone consults. I offer free Zoom consults. Um, and so if you're dealing with an ethical attorney, my hope would be that the attorney is not just going to try to you know bring you in and retain you and rush you my hope would be that they will tell you your options and they will tell you whether they think a bankruptcy makes more sense whether a settlement makes more sense whether waiting makes more sense um that's our job kind of to go over all of that and screen everything and let you know so and every now and then you get um i was discussing this at a webinar last week i have two clients who i think are much better off in a bankruptcy, but they just have this taboo in their head and this moral kind of guilt. So they're they're holding on and they're trying to see if they can borrow money from family and friends to instead settle it. And their credit is already negatively impacted because they, they have lawsuits, they have a bunch of stuff. So it's not like a bankruptcy is gonna make it that much worse. But so those are the kinds of situations where let's say my fees would be significantly higher if I settled the debt for them, but I really think that they belong in a chapter seven. Um, so you got to just find an attorney that uh, has an honest conversation with you about all of this and tells you what's best for you and not what's best for them and their wallet. No, I mean, luckily we have a lot of great attorneys who, uh, by the way, do that. They don't, they don't just try to sign up for Zoom. We have a lot of good bankruptcy attorneys in LA and in, o, in OC. We have a good network. Uh -huh. Well, I mean, I, I think that's interesting. That kind of ties in the entire theme of, of the conversation we've had is that, that you know, uh, uh, communication. I mean, yeah. it, it's just, just reaching out to someone like you or someone, or even your creditors, your debtor, you know, it's, it's being proactive. Uh, uh, and mm -hmm. just kind of taking charge of what can be a very difficult situation. Uh, uh, one last question I wanted to ask you, and, and again, maybe you've covered this, but it's something I've been thinking uh, uh, just as we've been sitting here doing this. A couple of times you've mentioned, you know, uh, uh, if someone calls me and says, you know, I'm thinking of bankruptcy and you ask them, is it because of COVID-19? I guess I, I was curious about a little more clarification about that. Like, how does someone specifically know 
it's COVID-19? Is it like we were doing well before it happened? Yeah, or, yeah, so, okay. so, yeah, so it's the kind of situation where once I start asking them a few more questions, I notice that they're not behind on their credit cards at all. They've been able to make ends meet just fine, um, but they kind of just freaked out. So so they, they got laid off. They didn't know what to do. And now I've even had maybe three people call me back, um, mm. oddly enough, that I spoke to in March that said, you know what? I'm glad I didn't do this because my unemployment kicked in and I'm okay. And I called my creditors, got a three month, you know, hold on, on the payments and I'm okay. So, you know, will they be okay in a few months? We don't know. We don't know how everything is going to go down, but those are three people that could have, you know, that avoided a bankruptcy because in those few weeks since we last spoke, the unemployment benefits that kicked in, we found out about the 600 month, uh, 600 a week extra. That's a lot, you know, that's over 2,400 a month. Uh, so that kicked in and they're okay. Yeah, no, I mean, that all, that, that makes so much sense. I mean, it's, you put that, that's, that's, that's the kind of thing that's genuinely helping people. It, uh, is there any last uh, thing you'd like to say to uh, you know, people? Where can they find you? How can they get in contact with you? Sure, so I'm, I'm pretty active online. Uh, you can find me probably most active on Facebook, and that's just my name, Kareem Karajian. Um, I recently opened up an uh, Instagram account, and mm. I'm uh, the dead fairy on there. Um, and so, And you can always just send me an email, kareen at kelawfirm.com, or give our office a call, or just go on the website. It's pretty easy to reach us. Um, and I, I don't have typical office hours so you you could very well email me at midnight and get a response from me so okay well thank you this, this has been great i think that's a lot of good thank information you. that's really going to be able to help people and um thank you so much for coming on with us today kareen thank you for having me all right well thank you so much well uh, uh on behalf of uh, website depot and everyone else my name is greg benevent signing off take it easy have a good night bye